0: Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled Millennials No Cool and Norwell Mania. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hanson and Drew Hanson. Coming at you is the worldwide yes, that's global new hope underground. I'm Darren Hanson.
1: And I'm Drew Hansen. Hey what's up, Drew? Hey, not much. I'm just glad to be here.
0: Got <laughs> you like you're trying to do the the old italian hood thing
1: i don't know i i thought for a second i was i was trying to do boston but i don't <laughs> think
0: i don't, I don't think I can... well that's i can yeah okay okay yeah i can, i can see that
1: that's that's my sad attempt anyway yeah it's kind of like the last
0: last week when you were doing we were quoting the vintage 21 videos
1: yeah, yeah. keith what was uh, it so i said to keith i said listen i'm a pharisee I got mad ladies lining up <laughs> around the block.
0: So I says to Keith,
1: <laughs> "I just love the fact that there's a Pharisee named Keith. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the like yeah. the most American white boy name. I love it. I wonder if
0: is there somewhere in the New Testament Pharisee Keith the Pharisee? I'm
1: sure. <laughs> I mean, you got it. Yeah, Nicodemus. You got yeah, Nick. You got Nick and Keith and Joe." Joe, Joseph R. Arimathea yeah, Joe, Keith, and Nick. It's like it's like it's like <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. More kind of like Boston. <laughs> sounds more like a boy band.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a boy band, a Pharisee boy band. I can <laughs> see some videos coming out on that. Yeah. But. Anyway, hey, welcome. We've got a great show for you today, like usual. I mean, always. Doctor Reed is back.
1: Hey, I missed that. I'm. I've, I've missed that segment. He was
0: on vacation. And so, but he's back. So here we go. He's, you know,
1: he's Dr. Reed, just for a week. There's another impression for you. I'm not <laughs> sure what part of the world that's, from. I think it's Brit- British, Dr. Reed.
0: He's, he's uh got some great, he's got a great topic though. Uh, I
1: can only imagine.
0: Oh yeah. I'm just going to leave it hanging and let you, you know, let everybody decide when the, you know, when they get there, uh-huh. how good it is. Cause I oh, think it's, good. it's great. And then, um, what, so what have you been up to this week? anything oh man
1: um just a lot of working you know doing my thing doing your thing
0: well i'll tell you what we've had a we've had some great stuff michaela's been doing our social media we just Uh started that and we Mm -hmm. interviewed interviewed her last week let's give everybody a chance to Mm -hmm. get to know her a little bit
1: she's a sweetheart
0: and she put up some polls for Mm -hmm. us on facebook about the different news stories that we
1: have i'm not sure if i was allowed to vote but i did so. Of course you are. Okay, good. We only have like
0: 10 votes, and it's you, me, your mom, <laughs> Michaela. its four of them. So. Probably Brady, Michaela's husband. Yeah, Brady. So most of our my family is <laughs> the one voting. <laughs> um, what does that say about our audience? I don't know. I, I wish our audience would vote on something on our social media.
1: Hey, this is a, this is we a got big a, year. Get two, off the vote. We
0: got almost 200 likes already on our Facebook page we just started. There we go. So I really do appreciate that, friends and...
1: Yeah, there's, there's 800 people in our and church. We need 800 likes. You know I know, I,
0: mean? I just, New Hopers, but also people just listening. If you hear our voice at all, will you get on Facebook page? It's New Hope Underground. Just or click at it. at New Hope Underground at, and Instagram. Just click it. But we have, the, we have the polls there on Facebook. It won't take you but a few seconds, but they're just about the stories that we've had. Mannequin bodies found in New Zealand or mysterious pizza deliveries in Belgium. You can vote on which one you think is best from that. And then you can vote on the other two stories Man robs a store and forgets his son in Germany or Man charged with assault with a pickle in Vermont.
1: Man, that was my favorite. Yeah. One of the two there. Maybe we should like give a prize or something for people. Like if I'm not sure how, but we need to entice people to. Like i you, don't know
0: i've tried prizes I've, I know. I've tried lots of things i don't know i don't know what's but I, I tell you what i just i guess i'm just kind of hoping that uh for a little bit more interaction so underground nation help us out
1: i need to figure out how to make things go viral yes i don't know
0: we need we need the secret if anybody has that secret mm, we
1: should sure like there the, like a hashtag or something like i don't know
0: well hey i got another story for us today Hit me I've got two stories actually Again
1: Man another
0: double whammy I know but it, One of them is, is funny And another one's Kind of funny But kind of serious Uh So Anyway I'll throw you The first one You ready Yeah shoot The first one uh, Is There was uh, On a local news station I think out east somewhere Actually shared this This uh, I, I'm not I'm Not really sure I understand why it's news But uh, mm-hmm. To them But it's news to us That's for sure uh, but there was a person delivering for Amazon and okay. they were delivering a package. And I don't know if you've ever, when you order a package from Amazon, you can put, there's a little box there you can fill out that says instructions for the deliver. Sure. Like put it on the, the porch or, or side of the house or garage or something.
1: It's the left door.
0: Apparently uh, there was a kid, a young kid who got on there to make an order and he put in the directions that she needs to... Spin around, yell abracadabra really loud, and run as fast as she can after setting <laughs> the box down. And they happen to have one of those uh, doorbell cameras. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And she, the deliverer did exactly that.
1: That's great. That's incredible. She yelled, set
0: the box down, yelled abracadabra, and ran as fast as she could back to her truck.
1: You know, you could criticize Amazon all day long, but they figured something out.
0: I think that's pretty awesome. You followed the instructions to the T. No matter what they are, man, <laughs> it I does like make it. me think customer that
1: service at its best.
0: It does make me think that I need to start putting some things in that instruction box. Oh yeah.
1: Like for pizza or any sort of like delivery. Yeah, just, to see what they would, just to see what they would
0: do. Yeah. You know, stretch it. See, yeah. <laughs> see how far you can. <laughs> I,
1: I would just tell them to like take a piece for themselves, you know, like if it's a pizza guy, like,
0: right. Hey. Take a piece for yourself, do ten two jumping jacks, take a piece for yourself uh-huh. and leave. Yep. Yeah. I'll,
1: I'll leave a soda on the porch. All sorts of things you could do. Yeah. I think
0: how much fun the guy in Belgium would have. Oh, I know. Because he's got deliveries coming to his house every day.
1: If there's just a bunch of random people doing weird stuff on his porch. <laughs> like yelling <laughs> he could, abracadabra he could, and sprinting. You could put
0: notes on his door, like if you you know, before you leave this here, do this these things. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't know. What you, you know? I just I thought it was kind of funny. It was a cute story. Now another story um, that uh, came my way, which I'm I want to preface. All right, with a little bit of a disclaimer.
1: It's a good word. A couple okay. good words in there. Very good. yeah. i disclaimer. I've been
0: going through my vocabulary tapes. That's good. But if you, I want to preface because it's 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 not a funny result. Okay. Okay. But I just wanted to get it out there because I need to talk about it.
1: Okay. Okay. But there be- was
0: there's an actual news article uh, from, that I, I ran across that a new a news station in Australia actually ran, and it was this that there's a family in India uh, who had a loved one. Oh, he's, he's like in his 40s, and he was he wasn't doing too well. He was having some breathing issues and problems. Sick. Not COVID, but he was okay. pretty sick. They went to visit him in the hospital, and the hospital did not have the air conditioning on because it was and it was because right. it would spread germs around, and so it was really, really hot. Like, it could reach temperatures of 100 sure. inside the hospital. The family that was sitting with him in this, like, almost ICU area brought in their own personal air conditioner, like okay. a portable, and they plugged it in but what they did was they they actually unplugged the ventilator. Oh no. That the man was was breathing on.
1: Oh no. And
0: plugged in their air conditioner. Oh my goodness. And sadly the man passed away. Oh my gosh. And and I mean they they actually uh, blue coated and then they came in to try to revive him but he he didn't make it.
1: Oh, I'm So tr-
0: I'm not trying to make light of that.
1: I'm trying to figure out how to react
0: to this right now. I know. It's such a, when I read this, when I heard the story, I I had all sorts of reactions, right? Right. But I'm just thinking, there were so many things that went through my head. (laughs) One thing that went through my head was, are you kidding me? I mean, would you even seriously think about, I know it's hot, but now, now later on, they asked questions of the hospital and found that they didn't even understand why the people were in the room. I guess they weren't supposed to have that many Ooh, many people there. Is there foul there. play? And secondly, no, they never got permission to you know to bring in this portable air conditioner or anything because that could have got other people sick. I guess or something is what they were saying. Hmm. So they just struck out all across the board here. But okay, I'm just trying to put myself in their position. I'm trying to empathize a little bit. Sure,
1: this is what you do as the New Hope Underground journalist. Right,
0: but when you are in a hospital room like that and you need to plug something in i don't know the first thing the first thing that runs through my mind is when i if i'm going to unplug something would be
1: what is this for (laughs) you know it's not a toaster or anything so
0: (laughs) right it's not like it's not like you're just moving around some random household appliance right you're in a hospital room, yeah, it's like I surely
1: it. something's plugged in for a reason, right yeah,
0: and i I just don't understand what goes through a person's mind uh and it, it doesn't ha it doesn't even have to be a loved one, it could be anyone in the hospital bed why anyone would think it's okay to unplug anything <laughs> in a room, let alone let's say it was just a lamp, uh-huh. Uh, wouldn't you at least trace the cord back to find out if it is Yeah, it would take,
1: like, five minutes, maybe ten if it's really tangled. Right. But come on.
0: But uh, you don't even check. You just, you're just Just, so hot. Just
1: pulling cords willy-nilly.
0: They're just so hot, it's like, I'll just, whatever's most convenient.
1: Well, they should have just brought a fan.
0: Okay, now here's the other thing that went through my mind. Yeah. Why in the world would a hospital allow something that important to be unplugged? yeah in I other words it. isn't there some sort of device you could put on the outlet or something that's not going to allow something what, what if somebody just
1: tripped what about over just, the cord just and like a little, yeah that's fair even just like a little sign that says do not unplug
0: yeah or a big sign
1: or a big sign <laughs> you know or just
0: like there's some sort of device that's on it that doesn't that way it doesn't unplug accidentally either i like guess somebody trips over it yeah so, I understand you have to plug stuff in, but isn't there another way of doing it? This is 2020.
1: Healthcare Nine. workers, if you're listening, what is it like? Can you just easily unplug anything in the room, and that's it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel bad for the healthcare
0: workers because they're just dealing with whatever's given to them. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you, something as important as a ventilator that's keeping somebody alive. I don't know. These are, maybe I'm weird and things just go through my head, but I just thought this is really odd. If
1: not, then maybe you're onto a billion-dollar industry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just, I don't know. Just something about now. It's not like, like you said earlier. It's not like you're plugging in your blender, right? So who cares if that comes unplugged or somebody trips over it's like, it or somebody? Oh, takes the lights
1: it. didn't go out. This must be fine to unplug then, right? Yeah. There's
0: got to be some sort of level of security that matches up to the importance, if you will, of the device in question. Yeah, and I just I just don't understand. But and, and the poor man died. I mean, so I'm not making light of that whatsoever. In fact, I'm trying to actually take his case up as my own well, because I, I I feel sorry for and I feel a, sorry for this family cause, let's get a petition going.
1: You know. For ho- i don't know if it's true for all hospitals or just that one or i don't know any hospitals if it's one too many
0: so i don't know maybe there's a health professional that could let us in on what's going on yeah give us the
1: scoop we it's your hospital
0: man. is that like accessible is it accessible for anyone to can come in and unplug important machines
1: yeah can like a four-year-old
0: kid just unplug a ventilator yeah yeah. That's a good question. I'm curious. I think it's a great question.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And if it is, I think we need to do something about it. We need to do something. Yeah. We need to mobilize. Exactly. Grassroots movement. Yeah, and this
0: is for life. You know, we, we're this is real news. This that's is affecting right.
1: people. We're trying to
0: protect lives and yeah, I just don't I just thought that's amazing. Uh that's amazing. So it's a it's a terrible story, but it just leads me to think about all the potential hazards. Then I mean, you we wonder just how many in, important machines are getting unplugged all the time in hospitals. Who knows? They're not supposed to.
1: Who knows? Yeah. Man, that's something we. And need wouldn't to Wouldn't you to hate the to of. be that
0: person if you accidentally unplugged or it's like?
1: Th- does this person really need their smoothie right now? I'm trying to breathe. Yeah. I don't you plug in your blender? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's got
0: to be some priorities, I would think. Priorities, yeah. but anyway, well, uh, yeah. So I know it's just kind of a somber story, but you know that's okay. It's real life stories. I know it's actually happened. It's and, and it's, it's amazing to me that it could happen, but it, it did. So when you're at the hospital visiting a friend, just Don't, do all of your
1: ironing before you leave the house.
0: And, and right, and just because you need to charge your phone, yep, go somewhere else. Yep. Don't sit in there in the hospital room and try to say, well, I just got to plug it in. So, I mean, figure something else out. Take the time, you know. Don't put anyone's life at risk to charge your phone. So selfish. (laughs) So, yeah, exactly right. Well, anyway, so uh, we've got those polls. So check those out on Facebook. (laughs) Check out the polls. (laughs) That seems like such (laughs) a a bad segue. It's a terrible segue. That's good. Keep it. It's a terrible segue. Keeping it. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. We also have Dr. Reed coming up. Like I said, some other interesting discussions, Some culture comment. Culture with comment, Drew, of course. Or already, or he's already, he's ready to comment on culture. That's for sure. That's right. And I do I do have an announcement to make. So we must well do that in our Hello. intro. Go ahead and make that announcement. But to Tyler Yokum, who's been our, you know, my second second hand there he's been in your place for quite some time as co-host uh he's he's going to step down officially as co-host so he is he is however the good news is uh just because of his time and stuff but the good news is is that he is going to go ahead and continue stuff with Tyler uh, every other week so pretty soon we'll be getting that back going again and we'll have Stop stuff with, with Tyler in the future I miss that jingle Stuff with Tyler. Yeah. Stuff with Tyler. There you go. Yeah, we need we need a jingle for Culture Comment, a new one. I kind of like music. the
1: the classical music with the PBS intro. I kind of like it. <laughs> it's more I, it's more uh, high class. See, when I came Coutube. up with that, I was,
0: when I when I when I came up with that, I was thinking of you in a smoking jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm talking about in an ascot. Oh yeah, oh, sitting yeah. in a big wingback chair. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of you by know, the fire.
1: Um, If you're listening to this, that's actually the set that Culture Comment takes place on. Of course, every time. You're not just imagining. Every time. Yeah. We have a big budget (laughs) for this show. (laughs) We do.
0: Because we're sophisticated.
1: And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hello, and welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture, and I comment on it. And welcome to episode one of the series, Drew's Keys to Cool. Episode one? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just made it seem more official. Oh, it's kind of like
0: a series within a series. A
1: series within a series, man. It just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Man, I got a lot to say.
0: So we have this feature of Culture Comment which is a series in and of itself. Yes. And now you're starting a series within Culture Comet Uh called...
1: Drew's Keys Keys to Cool. cool. You know what? I think there might even be another series within that series, within that series. I'm not sure. Wow, you're blowing my mind. Have you you seen the movie Inception? Oh, yeah. Yeah, A long
0: time ago. I can't remember what it's about.
1: Yeah, it's where you, you... where the like reality and dreams are all like, whoa, yeah, entangled. You never know what's going on. Yeah, I, there's just layer upon layer. That's what I'm gonna do with this. I think.
0: Fantastic. Well, let's begin the yeah inception.
1: episode one of Drew's keys to cool. So basically, um, people come to me all the time, um, you know, asking advice on how to be cool like you. Do they? I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no. no. you're
0: you're the cool guy. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, I'd like to consider myself the the cool guy on the church staff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm part-time, so I kind of go in and out as I please, you know. I wear my leather jacket. Kind of like the fonz of the church staff. You're the fonz of church staff. <laughs> <laughs> hey. The bad boy on campus. Yeah. That's me. So, if you're looking for ways to be cool, I got you. People mouth
0: off to you, you're like, sit
1: on it. Sit on it. And I smack the jukebox and we all just dance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: Drew Fonzarelli.
1: Drew Fonzarelli. That's me coming at you live. Well, okay. So basically, there's going to be multiple ways to discover your pathway to coolness. I
0: got you. But this is like... Drew's is streamed live. Today's like one tip.
1: Yeah, it's one one tip. One key. Mm Mm-hmm gotcha um so last week you you made a comment about my horse shirt you remember that yeah it was incredible yeah it was glorious right glorious a glorious horse shirt um and you asked where i got it it reminded me of one of those velvet paintings Mm -hmm.
0: that you win at carnivals yes
1: exactly yeah you, oh, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It was, it, 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 it was on that you shirt knock down for, all for the milk
0: jug things uh-huh. or the milk bottle things, and they have to clear the whole thing. Uh-huh. And you get one of those horse.
1: You can also find them at a thrift store. Like and you get a pat, like a big stack of frames that are just piled on top of each yes. other, and yeah. it, it'll be like halfway through. And You're you know, sorting
0: through them, and it's like you yeah. see people like Elvis, and then you see some horses. It's Like yes,
1: there's the horse pictures. Yes, there's the horse picture. Yeah, um, that's kind of what. The bonus tip: Your shirt was like. Yeah, bonus tip: Get yourself some cool um, horse photos to hang up in the wall. I got a few. So horses are in right now. I guess is that what you're saying? I'm. I have decided that they're. And you
0: don't. Right. You don't mean cowboy like, or do you?
1: Um, depends on the picture.
0: You don't really wear a cowboy hat or anything. No, no, or, or anything remotely cowboy.
1: No, not really. No, I think I think there's a lot of people that kind of do that around here. And so, how do you so.
0: how do you be cool with the horses without being cowboy? Um, like, what's the balance there?
1: Um, you can only have about two horse shirts and one or two horse pictures. Okay. Anything more than that then you're becoming like a crazy cat lady, you know. <laughs> crazy horse guy. You're going overboard. Yeah. So if you're going to be cool, it's all about balance. One or two horse You got to you got to care about the horses, but not too much, you know? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> all right. So anyways, my keys to cool. That was a bonus one. Uh, but um so a lot of fashion. When it comes to fashion, right? Because so we're going to talk about f- focusing on fashion today.
0: So, so today's key or tip is fashion. Yeah, fashion
1: related. Yeah. So
0: and it goes deeper than horse shirts, is what you're saying. Not much. Not much.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a really good first first step in fashion. Get yourself a good horse shirt. Okay. So a lot of a lot of designers, big name brands, have pretty much just focused on. Making all of their stuff look look old right
0: yeah I gotcha Have you noticed that yeah they call it uh, what do they call it uh, uh, distressing
1: distress retro yeah. you know has yeah. a lot of 80s a lot of 80s influence right now 80s early 90s it wasn't
0: that long ago I went and bought some jeans at Walmart mm-hmm. it's about where I shop mm-hmm. came home put them on and there was a hole in it <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> those have been around
1: a from while. what too. Your mom
0: tells me apparently it was on purpose, like they was sold that way. Man, hmm, if I
1: you, didn't know it. If you shop a little more, you'll see a lot more. I kept them, they're comfortable, you know. I didn't care, so yeah. So, like, even if big companies, like, uh, um, Kanye, I mean, he's a huge designer, yeah, his, yeah. his clothes cost so much money. It'd be stupid, honestly, to buy that. But, anyways, if you're into it, cool. But he's got a shirt that's like half of it's gone. And not because it's like a crop top or something. No, it's a regular shirt. There's just like distress holes in it everywhere. Okay. It just looks like it's kind of falling apart. So
0: it's fashionably distressed?
1: Yeah, fashionably distressed.
0: Um, So you're saying that. Are you saying that that this
1: is the kind of stuff we ought to be buying? Well, I'm saying that there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you're going to pay top dollar, right? For these old looking clothes, whether it's distressed or, okay, Urban Outfitters, which is a way too expensive brand. Hipster kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very millennial. They brought back all these old companies like Starter and Champion that are like, Oh, did they really? Spaulding. Yeah. I mean, they. Yeah, I remember those. I and mean, now you those can those are buy. Those the kind of
0: things I used to get.
1: Yeah. And they were cheap. They were accessible. When I was a kid, they were cheap, too. Yeah. Like, you could buy starter at Walmart um, for not much of anything. Starter but,
0: seemed to fade away. And now.
1: But ru- it's back, Russell, man. Russell. Russell. Yeah. It's so what you get at Walmart. I'm anyway, sure that. I'm sure there's.
0: As I'm sitting here wearing a Russell shirt, hey, I got a Walmart Hey, so. in
1: 10 years, man, that'll be. <laughs> that'll be in. Um, But, yeah, so these companies, you can buy, like, a starter jacket from Urban Outfitters for, like, 80 bucks. Good grief. Yeah, so um, let's see. What else? There's a lot of different companies. There's, like, making all their stuff look old. Right. So just shop at Goodwill. That's what the cool kids are doing. So that's my first tip. Simply that. Go thrifting. Get stuff that's already old. Okay. Because also, like, if you're of the age of, like, 40, 50. You probably have already been there, done that. Bought all those clothes when it was, you know, in fashion. Right now, it's cycling back, and you, your wife's making you donate all that old stuff.
0: So what you're saying is, don't keep it. Don't buy new distressed clothes. No way. Go buy actually distressed clothes. Go
1: buy clothes that are actually from the '80s at Goodwill.
0: It's re. It's more real.
1: Yeah, but anyway. but there is a key to this, and this is the this is the the step because. Uh, this is the key. Um, wear it with confidence, right? You gotta wh- whatever it is, no matter how, if it's a horse shirt, you wear it with confidence. I intentionally wore these horses on my on So my when shirt. people
0: make fun of you, you just, like, well, turn they, that around.
1: Well, they won't. They won't make fun of you. Okay. If you wear it with confidence, they just won't. So me co-
0: commenting about how it looked like one of those velvet paintings, Uh-huh. That you get at carnivals.
1: And it's, I hear that you as... You took that as... Yeah, I, I went through the confidence filter. I'm confident in the fact that I'm wearing this shirt from 1992. That's... Yeah, and I just... Yep, this is... this. That's exactly what I'm going for. You're, you're Isn't thinking it awesome? That that's
0: a good thing. That I wasn't necessarily commenting that maybe that wasn't a good thing.
1: Right. See?
0: Uh, I got gotcha.
1: you. And if you go through that confidence filter, already on your first step to being cool. Well,
0: here's the thing. Even if... You're not feeling so good about the Goodwill clothes. You can say, hey, I only paid like a buck or two for this stuff. And people
1: people can at least appreciate that. If you're paying like 80 bucks for a Kanye T-shirt, nah. So you're saying thrift is cool. Thrift is cool. And it's, you know, environmentally conscious if you're into that thing. I'm just trying to help my cool cats be cool.
0: I got you. Well, hey, how many... So you're going to continue this series within a series then? Yeah, have I got another, some more
1: steps to being cool.
0: Another tip or a key? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Have, well, you, hey.
1: have you been uh, Goodwill shopping yourself? Oh, a lot. Yeah?
0: I used yeah. to live there in college.
1: <laughs> See, all. did you ever, have, like, donate to Goodwill?
0: Oh, yeah, I've donated a lot to Goodwill. See,
1: that's your mistake.
0: <laughs> Why is that? <laughs>
1: because... That stuff is going to be cool, cool in just a few more years. <laughs>
0: should, should have hold, held on to it. Hold on to it. Well, man. see, here's the thing. I didn't hold on to the stuff I donated because it doesn't fit anymore.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. It doesn't
0: really do me any good. I, I want
1: someone else. See, to, you're, someone you're else. You're, you're thinking in limits. Just because it doesn't fit doesn't mean you can't make it cool.
0: Oh, okay. You just the so way you're it saying up, is it doesn't really matter what you wear. No, even you if just it's not your size, wear it with
1: confidence. Layer it up. Be modest, be cool, be confident.
0: So who cares if you're 6'2 and 200 pounds? Throw on one of those 8 to 10 kids shirts. Okay, that that might be
1: pushing it, but yeah. (laughs) 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 It's like a... Just tell everybody it's a half shirt. Like a SpongeBob shirt.
0: Yeah. So there are some limits, though, as to what you get at Goodwill. I mean, you've got to look for some... Cool stuff, like horse shirts. Yeah, right I
1: mean, Right now, you're, you're going to be looking for, you know, circa 80, maybe 79 to 92. 79 to 92, okay. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so just go for something like that.
1: Yeah, no matter what age you are and wear confidence, man, you'll be cool. I always
0: thought, when I was younger, I always thought I wanted to get uh, bowling shirts. I always thought those were the coolest See, things. that'd be cool. From back in the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know... I could They're hard to find. For That'd one, and and if you did find them, they were too expensive because people everything went vintage. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but you can, you can find them on Etsy or something like that, but you're paying out the nose. Cause yeah, it's you just got go to go.
1: You got to go to your local thrift yeah. store. Man, no, you
0: don't you don't necessarily want vintage. You just want distressed.
1: No, uh, not necessarily distressed, but but yeah, more retro looking. Yeah, I got you. Yeah.
0: Retro, but not necessarily expensive retro.
1: No, no. Yeah. If you spend more than four bucks on a shirt, get
0: out. Plus, there's a little bit of creativity to that. You have to find it yeah. in Goodwill. A little treasure yeah. hunting.
1: So, a popular um, thing that we did at my old youth group in Arkansas, my church's youth group, they did a, a Goodwill prom. So, they had everyone show up in the like as like a just regular prom at the church or whatever. But everyone had to wear Goodwill clothes.
0: It's an awesome idea for like any of, any of our small groups or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Have a small group party, make everybody wear goodwill stuff.
1: Yeah, man. And you'd be surprised how I would how many people I would think look cool when they when they're dressing up as a joke. I'm like, Yeah, that's cool.
0: <laughs> You're like, hey, I have that outfit at home. <laughs> well, hey, thanks, Drew. We'll be anxious for your next tip.
1: It's what I'm here for. The wonderful world of zoology. Anthropology.
2: botany, Entomology. Repetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed.
0: Hey, it's time for Dr. Reed. And we have Dr. Reed back. He was on vacation for a week, weren't you? I was. And I was. You're in quarantine now. That's why this sounds kind of funny, because you're we're recording you through FaceTime.
2: Yep. I am currently in my home studio, which is a hole I dug in my backyard. Now, why are you quarantined
0: exactly? It's not because of just everyday COVID stuff.
2: No. Uh, So I'm quarantined. I I just got back from a trip to Colorado. I flew from St. Louis to Denver, and I saw a lot of people. I got to do some whitewater rafting, go to Rocky Mountain National Park, but... You know, now I'm now I'm back home, and I'm trying not to spread anything around. So
0: that's perfect for you, Doctor Reed. Out in the wild, you know, see the wildlife and the plants yes. and stuff.
2: Would you Would you oh, get to I see some wildlife? So oh, did I? I got to see uh, like four or five marmots, a couple pika, and a coyote. Oh, that's cool. What's a marmot? A mar its like a groundhog that lives up in the mountains. Okay, a mountain groundhog. Yeah, it's a big, big groundhog who lives up in the mountains. Really furry, real fluffy.
0: (laughs) It's funny because all sorts of animals have a cousin that's always a mountain type, you know what I mean? Like a goat has a mountain goat.
2: Yeah, I think people can relate to that. (laughs) There are certain mountain people. There are
0: mountain people. Yeah, I got you. Well, hey, welcome back. So uh, you've got a topic for us
2: today for Dr. Reed. I do. I want to. I actually want to talk a little bit about narwhals. Narwhals. Yes.
0: Now narwhals are, are real, right? And they're like a whale. What? What is it?
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. So narwhals are a real creature that lives in the Arctic Ocean. It's a whale with a with a tooth that grows through its head that's a distinct feature and it looks a lot like a horn so they call them the unicorn of the sea they're they're very magical so it's
0: not it's not fictitious like a unicorn
2: no no it's very real yeah there's you can go find footage of a real life narwhal right now if you type it in
0: wow so this uh tooth is it like a tusk like a walrus or something no, no. It,
2: it looks like a unicorn horn. It's it's spiraled. It's long. Kind of looks like like uh like those suckers you get at Cracker Barrel, like the really long spirally ones. But I mean, but is pointy. it like a?
0: It's like a tusk though, a tooth tusk. Yeah.
2: it's a tusk that goes through the uh, top of its head. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Narwhals, man, that's cool. So I'm guessing you got something special to tell us about narwhals. I do,
2: actually. And believe it or not, the FBI has something special to tell you about narwhals, and they would like your help if you what? have any. The FBI? Yes. The FBI.
0: How do they get involved
2: with narwhals? Right? So this is a fun story. Uh, and sometime around the late 1800s, there's an American explorer named Edwin Perry who brought back a narwhal tusk, one of their horns, as a souvenir from the Arctic to show everyone... Uh, it hung out in some museum in Philadelphia forever till about 40 years ago, uh, where it went missing.
0: Somebody and stole the narwhal tusk?
2: Somebody stole a narwhal tusk. How long ago? Now, this has happened 40 years ago. 40 years ago. Yeah, so it would have been, what, 1980s?
0: Well, wh- why are we talking about it now? It seems kind of weird.
2: It seems weird, but there wasn't a big case that came out about this at first. And it's just slowly kind of climbed the ranks of whose responsibility it is to locate this narwhal tusk. And now because it's so valuable, the FBI is is finally ready to undertake it.
0: So it's so valuable because it's just increased interest in this thing or?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's super illegal to try and get your own narwhal tusk anymore anyway. And it's, almost viewed as a piece of Americana and American history to even have one. Okay. Yeah. So, so now this has reached a certain value where it's important, uh, but they don't know where it went or who took it. They have no clue.
0: So they're basically starting from scratch 40 years later.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, But the one interesting lead that the FBI does have uh, circulated last year Um, When a man, a chef was uh, attacked or, uh, excuse me, um, trying to stop a mugging in an alleyway with an armed attacker and he ran to the rescue with a narwhal horn in hand to thwart (laughs) him off. You're kidding me.
0: No. So this chef is like a good deed guy. I mean, he's trying to stop a mugging and he shows up with the giant narwhal tusk in hand.
2: Because he said that was the closest thing he could find.
0: <laughs> okay. So right. did the FBI pursue this lead? Uh, did they find out who this guy was? Did they find
2: the does, narwhal tusk? It doesn't sound like it's the guy. And it's hard to find the tusk. The, the On the upside of things, though, um, the tusk has a small metal plate on the bottom that that's almost a serial number. It's just a really distinct graphic that was left there by, uh, you know, Mr. Perry himself. Oh, so that should make it easy to locate. Right. It It's, it looks like around, uh, 1981 also that they had a little bit of a lead from an estate auction where it could have been possibly sold and circulated in a family. Um, that family would probably be residing somewhere around us, honestly, in the uh, kind of northeast from Midwest to Northeast region. So, so you think if this you think this family or somebody who has it
0: mm-hmm. may not know exactly what they have, and you think they would hear the, yeah. what the FBI is doing and just
2: turn it in, right? I, that's the hope right now. Yeah, all we can do is get the word out, I guess. But and
0: now um, so this is kind of breaking news. We're drilled. in the midst of this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We've been in the midst of this for for, uh, for a while now. And uh, hopefully with modern technology, we can round up this narwhal horn.
0: So how do we play into this? I mean, how, our listeners, what can they do? If okay, want to well, help out the FBI with the narwhal the, tusk search.
2: The best thing you can do is if you think you have a narwhal horn, go ahead and get a hold of the FBI office in New Orleans because apparently that's where they take care of Arctic business. That's what. <laughs> let me get this straight.
0: The FBI in New Orleans take care of yep. Arctic business. Yes. That makes for sense. For some reason. That's, yep. that's federal government for you. Yeah. And then not only that, but you're, what you're suggesting is that if we just happen to have some sort of narwhal tusk-looking horn around our house— yep. Yeah, if you
2: think, I mean, you're don't clean up the attic or
0: something, you kind of run across this thing, you're not sure what it is. Maybe grandpa put it up there.
2: Yes. Keep an and, eye out.
0: Then give the FBI a call and just check it out.
2: What you might think is your grandfather's antique shoehorn is actually a narwhal horn. <laughs> now, how long is this thing? You know, it doesn't give specific measurements. There aren't. There really aren't a lot of specifics at all about the story. They're trying really hard to not make this more criminal than it needs to be for anyone. Because um, they want it back. So it's it's kind of up in the air. Um, if you got a weird swirly horn, you know, maybe look into it. If you see one in your friend's house, maybe tell them. So if someone
0: stole it, or someone in the family knows someone stole it. <laughs> There's like this it's it's like what do you call the statutes limitations maybe has gone by so they'll just like yeah. just bring it back.
2: Yeah, they just want it. They don't really it, it yeah. But if if any listeners do have a lead, the best number to get a hold of is the FBI's New Orleans division as I've already said and that number is 504-816-3000. No, one more time 504-816 three thousand if you have any information about uh sir Perry's missing narwhal horn well
0: I'm, I'm sure that our podcast reaching as many people it does around the <laughs> world will somehow unearth this narwhal tusk or horn yes and uh, report it to the authorities yeah absolutely so I guess it will just go back to this museum in Philadelphia then uh-huh
2: well, uh, that's see. That's what we're trying to figure out. Should it go back to the museum in Philadelphia that they just had? You know, they had it stolen already. So
0: yeah, I was gonna say my contention would be: is it safe there?
2: Probably not. I, I would see it going back to the Smithsonian or something cool. And is it maybe possible it'll be in the next night at Night at the Museum movie?
0: If they put it in the same museum, is it possible it might become kind of a national pastime to see who can steal it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and pass it on I like I like that idea it's a good idea
0: just everybody takes pictures of themselves with it and bragging and just they yeah. pass it on to somebody else and it's see been, if the FBI can catch up with the social media trail of.
2: it's the new bucket list selfie
0: <laughs> well that's interesting so let me ask you one more question a yeah, narwhal loses mm-hmm. his tusk now what? Yes. Is that a bad thing does he die? What's go what goes on?
2: Yeah, so it's not good if a nar- like if you were to just take a narwhal and cut his tusk off, it would be like it's almost like decoying a cat, but worse because it was a tooth on his head. So I'm guessing he uses it for his defense. Absolutely. His defense, his age. You know, it's like it's like deer antlers.
0: Now how big uh, are narwhal? I mean they as big as like blue whales and stuff.
2: They aren't they aren't blue whale size, no. But they're they're pretty big. I, I can't give you a good number off the top of my head, but uh, some Google research will give you some results. They're nothing to be messed around with, though. Like a, a narwhal can take on a person, no problem. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe I should be more fearful of the narwhal that's missing his horn.
2: Maybe maybe, maybe that's little, the lesson we should all learn. Maybe it's I mean, not the FBI we need to yeah. be scared. of. He's maybe way over forty
0: now, and he's really cranky. Yeah,
2: he's mincing a horn. Took it out of his head.
0: Thanks, Reed. Appreciate the uh, advice and the help or whatever. I guess guess the enlistment of help that you're needing.
2: Yes. I think it would be really
0: cool someday if somebody in our listenership uh, turned it in and gave you the credit, and you end up on the front page of the papers.
2: I couldn't agree more. So if anyone knows where it's at, again, you uh, get a hold of the FBI and us beforehand so I can take credit for it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. Hey, you bet.
0: So, hey, we just got done with our first Sunday morning back.
1: Yeah, man, it was great. Yeah,
0: we always have a good time. And uh, we're going to be continuing that, of course. It's a little bit interesting having to have rows six feet apart and you know, trying to trying to make sure people stay safe through this whole thing. Yeah. You
1: know? So it's a little odd. It's making crowd surfing really difficult.
0: Yeah, no children. Because <laughs> <laughs> we always have that. Oh, episode.
1: yeah. I'm known for my crowd surfing during worship. In your retro clothes. In my cool horse shirt.
0: But I think the thing is... We don't have children's ministry and things like that, so it makes it a little bit difficult. Yeah. And so I know families, hey, if you can't make it or feel, don't, don't feel good about coming, we still stream it live. We're streaming it live, 9 a.m. on Sundays. So, you know, yeah, knock on wood, see how that goes. Anyway, we're trying. It's new for us. So uh, hopefully you had a good time this last Sunday, and, and we'll continue to. Um, so anyway, I, I w- I've been thinking, Drew, I think it would be really, really cool If we could just get one listener to get a hold of us and volunteer to be on the air with us. Ooh. You know, like maybe some sort of, you know, a little interview with them. And uh, maybe they could tell us, a new story, or they could tell us maybe a, a tip for being cool. Their tip for being cool, or yeah, you'd have to compete. Fits.
1: They'd have to compete with my tips. Of course, so I'd have to kinda, decide whether or not it's legit. Yeah, of but, course, of course. Yeah,
0: or maybe they could be on <laughs> Doctor Reed They could pick which feature they want to be on.
1: Yeah, if you want to, even if you want to do a short feature of your own, let's do it. Man. If you want
0: to do a short feature of your own, we're, this, we're open to that. This is
1: not just the the Darren and Drew show. This is New Hope Underground. We're looking
0: for somebody else. So. DM us at New Hope Underground at uh, Instagram or just message us on Facebook. You can go to New Hope Underground on Facebook and message us. And first person that, that messages us and says, hey, I want to be on the air, we will we'll make, make it happen. It, we're going to make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. Absolutely no doubt make it happen. Uh, and if you don't live close to us, we'll get you on the phone.
1: Guys, this could be but your big break. This huge could be break. your one shot. You, you'll be going global. As Eminem said. He only got one shot.
0: <laughs> so true. So have you, I don't know, recently, if you heard this new kind of catchphrase that's out there about cancel culture?
1: Oh, sure, sure.
0: It's not a good thing, I don't think.
1: It's like where where someone says something wrong or offensive? or
0: Especially like on social media, for instance. Let's say somebody says something that other people consider wrong or offensive, so they gang up on them and just basically... Basically, uh, cancel them Start out. Start
1: a movement to silence them.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And try to cancel them out. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to get into all that, to be honest. It's kind of depressing. But I think the thing is, I do think that there's or there are times when we feel canceled out uh, in this world. Sometimes it's, it's just because you feel lonely. People aren't paying attention to you, or feel like that's happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Or you feel canceled out—that your opinions don't matter. People don't necessarily respect your opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you just feel like the certain certain people who you have paid attention to haven't paid attention to you. You feel
1: insignificant.
0: You feel insignificant for whatever reason. Maybe the job you have—you just feel like you're beating your head against the wall, not really doing anything of any sort of
1: worth. Or your kids never pay attention to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your kids don't pay attention to you or your parents don't pay attention to you enough. I don't know. I mean, I I think that all of us have been there to some degree, and sometimes it's accurate. You know, sometimes those things that go through our head, are it's real. That is what's happening, and we try to deal with it. Other times, maybe it's not so true, but we tend to feel sorry for ourselves a little bit, to be honest, and we tend to kind of create drama in our in our heads, that isn't necessarily there. But I, what what I will say is this: is that I think all of us have been there at some point in time, mm-hmm. where we feel kind of canceled out uh, by other people uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I'm sure that's happened to people in school, you know, students. That's happened to people in the job. It's happened to people in relationships uh, at for home, sure.
1: with for sure. family.
0: And I, I think the one thing I f- I find fascinating is. How controversial Christianity is still even today, thousands of years later, all about a man, Jesus, who was fully God and fully man, mm-hmm. who stepped out of heaven, came to earth, and became like one of us. And and even now, today, people are still trying to cancel him out. And they just can't. You know? Mm-hmm. Just can't. I mean, they can... uh, We can try to silence all the Christians, and some people have tried that. Over the years, years ago, people just did an ethnic cleansing, if you will, in in a sense, when it came to Christians, not necessarily based on their ethnicity, but based on their religious faith. People have tried to shut Christianity up. Even the early Pharisees and leaders uh, around Jesus tried to do that. They tried to shut Jesus up himself. Eventually, they try to cancel him out. They put him on a cross, but three days later he was back there's there's not no, there's nothing that's going to keep him from doing what he wants to do because he is God,
1: definitely not some person on twitter
0: no <laughs> I think that'd be the last last thing mm-hmm. don't you think
1: so I think of council
0: culture I guess I'm using as an analogy in a way, but I do think there's there's a strong degree, a strong uh, uh, amount, uh, that's a better word, a strong amount of people over the years and even today who are still actively trying to, to cancel Christianity out, to cancel Jesus out. And it's just not going to happen. The <laughs> Bible tells us that the gates of hell will not prevail even against the church, which is the body of Christ. The Bible tells us that in the end, every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us that in the end, uh, He will He will uh, come down and reign. So I, just, I think the one thing that we're going to have to try to, one thing that we can really learn when we feel like we're going through that in life, when we feel like we've been canceled out, is to really look to Jesus and to really see that He purposely allowed himself to let humans cancel him out or at least think they did anyway for you and me Mm -hmm. you know for our sin Uh, he purposely walked on this earth he purposely went to the cross he purposely did these things like hebrew writer the hebrew writer tells us that he's made like his brothers in every way he he's like a priest who, who sympathizes with every weakness that we have because he knows what every weakness is because he walked here with us and so even though you might feel that way at times please if you're a Christian if you're following Jesus think twice about that think of what uh, what he's done what he's gone through and what he and and, and and understand that he has told you with a promise that you will never ever be canceled out any more than he is Mm -hmm. and because of him in the end we will be lifted up it's hard to remember that when you're in the midst of you know hard to remember about the mountain when you're in the middle of the valley so true but if you don't see the mountains if you don't talk about the mountains you'll never get there Mm -hmm. you need that constant reminder exactly right so i'm i don't know uh Council, the cancel culture may be a serious thing and not a great thing necessarily in our culture right now where things are, are going, but what I will tell you is that it still comes down uh, to one-on-one people. you know, We can talk about social media all we want. We can talk about the influences of culture and influences of society, but it still comes down to one-on-one. You know, how are you going to love the person next to you, or are you? What are you going to say? Are you going to lift people up or are you going to tear them down? Mm-hmm. You know, it still comes down to some of the same words that have been mm-hmm. here for thousands of years. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't keep this record of wrongs. You know, love, uh, love endures. You know, mm-hmm. so there's uh, read First Corinthians thirteen today, and uh, make a decision that uh, regardless of how you might feel at times, remember intellectually at least, go to your mind. Remind yourself about who you are, whose you are especially, because you will not, he refuses to let you be canceled out.